Good evening, friends. Welcome to another episode of Perfect in Love with John and Kim. I'm John. And I'm Kim. Hey, here we are. Happy Thursday night, everybody. How are you doing, my wife? I'm okay, my husband. Okay. Well, first and foremost, thank you so much to everybody that has been tuning in to the old podcast uh, recorded here on Miller Street at Bayshore Camp with all of our Bayshore Camp guests we've had the past couple weeks. And thank you to those that have taken the time to be interviewed. Still looking for more. Pretty outrageous response we've had so far. And it's definitely showing that amongst all the other efforts and things the camp has done. Um, Definitely noticing more traffic and talk about the camp and summer camps and registrations and donations and all sorts of cool stuff. So if you've played a part in that, thank you so much. And if you haven't, I don't know what you're waiting for. Cookies. 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 So um, we've got another wonderful interview for you this evening. Uh, Former camper of ours and now just excellent human being and contributor to society. I was going to say she's my camper, but technically, yeah, she's been your camper too. I think. Not in the same cabin. Not in the same cabin. I wasn't going there. No, but I think (laughs) she has signed up for every elective or class that I have instructed or led at Worship Arts Camp. Right. At least while she was a camper, I think she was a part of every single one. Yep. So I'm going to say I am just as much your counselor as you are. Okay. Probably more awake hours than you had, I would guess. <laughs> um, We're talking so, about Miss Chloe. Yeah, Chloe. Uh, so she took some time, interviewed with us, gave us her thoughts and uh, how camp affected her life. And what it's done for her and she shared her heart and we're thankful for her time with that and I think you will certainly enjoy what she had to say yeah like the times I've had her in the cabin which with a lot of campers I've had over the last x amount of years I've been a counselor slash cabin leader here at Bayshore um I've had Chloe numerous times Mm -hmm. and I think one of the things that I can appreciate is she always is very honest i was gonna say genuine and very genuine yeah she's very open uh as far as what she's feeling what she's thinking um and it's something that we don't see very very often and and that's one of the things i appreciate about her the most yeah she definitely um open i think you nailed there and, and honest i think what is really neat about chloe is um, I mean, you can, you can just, the, the Holy Spirit just radiates off of her. Yep. You can see it. And she doesn't have any room in her life for things that don't have that. Yep. Uh, for things that aren't Jesus, she, she just trims and cuts right out. And so I thought of her for the scripture tonight. Um, so in John chapter 15, um, talking about the vine and the branches. So uh, chapter 15 Um, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. 
You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I will, as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. So basically, all the good things that we can do, and we can possibly do, it doesn't matter what we try and do at the camp, how we raise money, who we recruit, if we don't remain with the Spirit, if we don't remain in God's will, if we don't remain with Jesus, no good can be done. Yep. And Chloe lives that. Mm-hmm. Hands down. Um, she, I think, has shown us more than what some of us have done as leaders at times, just by being the way she is. And I think she's tried many of your electives that we've had um, ideas for because she's wanted to try to figure out different avenues to do that, to, to spread the gospel and to radiate that more. And I think a lot of your um, electives have been skits and improv and apologetics and things that kids normally don't, they don't, ex- I shouldn't say experiment with, but they don't really know. They're unfamiliar with that territory. You make so it like, sound like a drug. No, I didn't know <laughs> the right word. But like, I think she's wanted to be well-rounded in a lot of that, a lot of that. And I think those have expressed interest to her because they're things she's unfamiliar with and she's wanted to become familiar with them, at least as best as she could with, you know, the things that she's been given. So, hmm. That's, that was kind of my thought with that, Mr. Okay, that's fair. So, on that note, uh, just a couple of housekeeping things. Um, I think some of you may be fairly new listeners to us that may be tuned in just to hear all the famous guests like Alicia and Chris and, and Ashley. Um, and if you're tuning in just because you know Chloe and you love her, thank you so much. Um, we love you too. And... Hopefully, you can check out some of the other episodes, things we've had to talk on and get some enjoyment or something that furthers your life out of those. And uh, hopefully you stay tuned in and listening or you come up and get involved in the ministry here at Bayshore Camp. Yeah, because when summer camp season starts, um, we'll probably make our transition back to our normal, I shouldn't say normal, but our normal, like, podcast episodes as far as marriage or relationships and how we work in ministry together, all of that kind of stuff. And we just figured the camp story series would be great leading us up to the start of summer camp. So um, hopefully we can get something out of both ends of our, our podcast here. Yeah. Or we'll do on-site live interviews. Yeah, Who knows? We can do that too. We talked about it. Um, so before we pray and before we send you off to our interview with Chloe, um, make sure you follow on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify. Um, really helps us out, helps other people find us. If you can, uh, I think it's called follow on Spotify or subscribe, I can't remember. But if you do all those things, helps us get found and helps other people um, hear about Jesus. So be helpful if you could do that and check that out if you are listening and you're like boy that does sound like a cool camp and a cool ministry i don't know or have any kids to send a couple of things one we do some great retreats and some great events for adults here and we all need to get spiritually filled 
great opportunities to do that. So check out bayshorecamp.org's website and see uh, what kind of things you're interested in or contact us and we'll point you in the right direction. If you're hearing all this and you're like, I bet I could help finance that camp a little bit more and just further the things that they're doing to pour Jesus into people. You would be correct. <laughs> that would certainly be welcome. You can do that through bayshorecamp.org website. Um, you can make monthly contributions. You can have it come right out of a checking account, off credit card, however you feel so inclined to do that. If you don't know how to do that, don't want to look into that, don't want to the trouble, there is a link right through our podcast where you can donate to the podcast and we will get that to the camp. However you want to do it, however you feel led to help, um, time, talent, treasures, they are all needed and we are here to help you do those things. Um, Talk about retreats. There's men's retreat coming up. Yeah. There's a women's retreat in the fall. Crafters, quilters, all of that kind of stuff. So there's something for everybody, including that with summer camps. There's a ton of sports camps that not a lot of camps in the state offer. Basketball camp, baseball, softball, um, you know, just things like that that you don't really think about fishing camp. Like you don't really think about the two being connected, but Bayshore offers that for those kids that enjoy mm -hmm. those activities. Music camp, we offer the traditional camps too, but um, there's something for everybody, even even with retreats like you were just talking about. There's always something for some, for everybody. There's always something for everybody. Men's retreat is the coolest too. I, I honestly, I wasn't sure how much I'd be into it uh, when I, I came here for it two years ago, I think, I think before so, I started yeah. working here. And you know, at that particular year, that particular group of guys, it's changed. It changed last year. It changes a little bit every year. Um, that particular year, there weren't there weren't a lot of guys around my age. I wasn't sure how I would enjoy it, what it'd be like. It was a blast. Um, and it quite frankly changed your life, really. If you look yeah, back at there, it. Uh, yeah. So there's always a great speaker, a great message, great worship. Furthermore, just great fellowship with other guys, other people who have lived what you're living through, go went through you went through or going through it currently. You know they're experiencing life as you are. Uh, great activities, great food too. Uh, we're gonna uh, have shooting range open. You can bring your own toys, or we'll have ones for you to use and and play with. People who know what they're doing, archery opportunities, um, a mini golf scramble, which was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Um, we do a, a steak dinner. Uh, we set up a 30 foot charcoal pit. You get to season, grill your own steaks. We have all the fixings and sides, root beer keg, root beer. all, all the coolest stuff. So <laughs> check it out. Uh, definitely worth the, worth the, the, the money, the time, the investment. And frankly, as men, we often don't invest enough in ourselves in order for us to be the leaders and the people we need to be for our families. So pray over that and, and make that happen. The auction, we've talked mm. about the auction in the last few episodes, but we have um, our annual camp benefit auction coming up on April 22nd here on the, the grounds of Bayshore Camp and the Youth Center. Uh, first bid starts at nine o'clock in the morning and it's in live and in person this year. And 
Um, all the proceeds will go towards camp scholarship funds for the families that want to send kids to camp, but financially have a hard time doing that. So that money goes towards those families. And I also heard today that there's going to be a staff. Oh, oh, sorry. Beef. Yeah, there is going to be. Somebody's beef. donating, yeah. I think, a quarter cow, half cow. I don't know. I was actually going to the staff uh, dessert oh. contest. <laughs> um, but there is a dessert contest, and they opened up a staff version of that today, too. So all of that mm -hmm. will be part of the auction. Um, yeah, so if you're interested in that, head on up our way, and we will see you on that Saturday. At least I will for a little while, so. Most excellent. Hey, let's pray. Mm. Lord, thank you. Thank you so much for all the blessings you've uh, poured out on us and continue to. Thank you for um, not only sending your son to uh, be the lamb and the sacrifice for us to save us, to um, come be seated at the right right hand of you um, and, and just create a space for us and an opportunity for us uh, to provide that salvation in a way. But thank you also for giving us the free will to um, make those decisions and, and to make that decision. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Uh, just thank you. Uh, Lord, it's a scary world right now. It's scary and broken, and it, it's everything that your word has told us it, it would and will be. Uh, we pray over the, the communities and the families affected by the shooting in Nashville this week. Um, by all, all the shootings that have probably happened today that I haven't gotten to see in the news. Um, by, you know, we pray over the, the war in, in Ukraine and just all these other places just going through hurt in this world. But we know that the hope is in with you. Hope is with you. Um, and we pray that everybody listening to this, that about to listen to Chloe and, and how her life has been changed and how it can be for each and every one of us we pray that uh, for everyone that doesn't know you that hasn't made that decision to accept and to choose you has the courage to to do so to explore and to, to find out what that decision means and that how that will change their life and their eternity that they do that they take that next step lord let us with this podcast with this ministry with work at bayshore um, let us just be the seeds that need to get planted Thank you, and all these names we pray in your name. Amen. All right, folks, have a wonderful night. Enjoy the spring weather. Is it potentially is rolling in for good? Who knows? Well, okay, it's going to get better, so um, just hold on. We'll get there out like a lamb. March is almost over. Um, and uh, stay on the line here for our interview with Chloe. Have a good night. Good night. So, Miss Chloe, how did you come to know about Bayshore and end up at camp? So, um, a Bayshore representative actually came to my church when I was in the going into the set, the eighth grade. So I was getting ready to go into eighth grade, and middle school that year had just been awful. And a representative came to my church and was like you should send your children to Jesus camp because it's good for them. <laughs> like they get so much out of Jesus camp. They get just a week long of loving on them and all of this other stuff. 
And my mom decided, I didn't even originally want, want to go. I thought it was a terrible idea. I was like, I'm not going to get along with people. I don't like socializing. This does not sound like fun. I'm going to be super far from home. Like, I don't want to do this. But my mom was like, I think you need to go to Jesus camp and reconnect with God because you've just had a terrible school year. And I think you just need to like, remember that all people don't suck. So (laughs) she, and they had like these full scholarships and everything. And my mom's like, with the scholarship we can afford to send you, it's not going to be a problem. Pick a camp, you're going. And I was like, (laughs) do I have to? And she was like, pick a camp, you're going. And um, I've always been an artsy kid. So like, I don't know, worship arts just sounded like fun. And one of the other kids that I went to church with was also like, oh, I like that stuff. We should go together. And I was like, fine, if I know you, I'll go. (laughs) And (laughs) then I actually ended up having fun and it was really good for me. Like, but I remember telling my mom that I had absolutely no interest in going to summer camp because I was like, that's a really long time away from you because I'm a mom's girl. (laughs) And yeah, and I was like, and I don't need it, but I really did. Because like, what did you think? What did you think it was going to be like? I don't even know what I thought it was going to be like, but I, I did not like the idea. Um, I grew up, I grew up being bullied, and I especially grew up being bullied by little girls because little girls are mean. Truth. And I went in thinking that I was just like, I'm not going to get along with any of the girls because I don't get along with girls. So I was like, I don't want to spend a week in a cabin with 14 other girls. That sounds awful. You're not wrong. It's actually really nice. And like, I don't know. I thought. To be fair, everybody jokes that worship arts is like probably one of the least structured camps we have. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if I want to go to something like, you want to give me to give up my summer to go to something super duper structured? And that did not sound like fun to me. My siblings spent, my siblings like were in marching band. So I would, I knew what marching band camp was like. And that was like, they, it was less fun than it was anything else. And I was like, I don't want to do something like that. And I was also, I don't know, but if it hadn't been for Bayshore, the summer I went into eighth grade, eighth grade probably would have, like, wrecked me. Okay. Um, that school year, um, so the school year before, I had a really awful guy who was bullying me and everything. And Bayshore set me up to be, like, able to handle that. And it gave me a way to talk to God when I lost my classmate. So when I was in eighth grade, one of my classmates who I was in a play with got hit by a car and killed on her way to play practice. Oh, yeah. It was really bad. Yeah. And she was 
she was not somebody I got a lot like we had a we had a complicated relationship um we would stick up for each other but also we would fight with each other a lot <laughs> and um the morning of the accident and I looked at her and I was like I hope you get what's coming to you one day because oh. you deserve it So I got in my mom's car the day of the accident. I was like, mom, this is my fault. And all of this other stuff. And she was like, no. And then, like, I was really mad at myself for a while. And, like, Bayshore was, like, definitely helpful in me getting to the point of forgiving myself. Which was, like, super important when I got there that summer. Like, I already, my mom already had decided the minute that this accident happened, she's like, you're going to summer camp again because <laughs> this is last time. And this time you've got like things you need to deal with. So, okay. and I didn't deal with it. And like, without it, I don't know. I, I tell my mom and my dad and like my cousin too, because we're getting ready to, she's getting ready to come to summer camp for her first time ever. And I was like, I don't know if without sure if I'd still be like on my Christian walk anymore because after that whole issue when I was in eighth grade it would have been so easy just to be like what God so what do you think it is about your experience at camp that has you know done all that healing for you or, or helped you it's being surrounded being surrounded by people that love you and love God like I I grew up in a church and as terrible as it sounds I've met many plenty of like Christian hypocrites where they like walk the they talk the talk but they don't walk the walk but everybody in like they're not people who they don't talk about like their struggles and stuff they don't talk about when they trip and fall and like going to Bayshore it's really nice because you can talk to people who are like yeah I've had my own trips and everything but it doesn't matter because there's God's grace and like that's always been something that's really inspirational to me about Bayshore is that it's not just full of people who are like love God because it says to it's people it's equally as broken people who are loving on these kids and telling them that like even when bad things happen and even when you do bad things and like it, you've got God with you it doesn't really he doesn't just decide one day there's no refund policy <laughs> um are there any particular moments or people or things that happen at camp that you know specifically stick out to you um so yeah um falling eighth grade so like I was going I was done with eighth grade no I was done with I was what was I gonna be it's gonna be a sophomore in high school so as a sophomore in high school a freshman in high school I um a hot mess because like I moved past it was my fault and now I was just really 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 angry at God because like he took this eighth grader he totally 
messed up my life and the lives of these kids at flushing and everything and I was so mad at him and like being born and raised in a Christian church and like being born and raised in a church and everything they tell you all of these things about how God loves you and everything but they never really go over what you're supposed to do when you're angry at God that's mm-hmm. not something they talk about in Sunday school it's not something they talk about in youth group but yeah. I remember and like I still cry when I hear the song but it's um how he loves us Mm-hmm. Um, I remember it was like the first night of camp that song came on I started crying I ran out to the porch and then Laura came out and followed me and I was just like I'm so angry right now and I don't want to be angry at God anymore but I'm just so angry right now and I don't know how to stop being angry and she looked at me first night of camp and she was like you're allowed to be angry you're allowed to kick scream and yell and she's like I've been angry at God before like the first time I think ever that another Christian has looked at me and said you can be angry it's okay he can handle it (laughs) and like I don't even know if she knows that that had such an impact on me growing up like from that point forward even after I left camp like that has given me so much solace because it's like He's ready for me when I'm done being angry and I moved past being angry. Like when I left camp, I wasn't quite done being angry, but I was close. By the time I started school that year, I was on fire and in love with God again. And I wasn't so angry at him, but like she just had such an impact on me because um, she told me it's okay to be mad. And I never, like never heard that before and then it's funny um so last spring I was speaking in church yeah I was um I was a lay minister you guys might have seen that on my Facebook I don't know yes but um words you said to me actually made its way into my sermon oh boy (laughs) so um, I can't remember the full context, but I was getting my really bad anxiety that I always used to get before I had to perform on open mic. Like, I don't know why I used to put myself through that because um, whenever I performed, I would psych myself out so bad and like I'd get so anxious. And then one night I was looking at you, I was like, I don't want to do this. And you looked at me and you were like, well, oh, how'd you say it? Um, God doesn't call the truth. He, God doesn't um it was like god doesn't choose the call and he calls he chooses something like i can't even think of it now but basically we're like like god doesn't oh god doesn't call the qualified he qualifies the call oh, yeah yeah and like i don't know that's always been something that words that have stuck in my head my entire life whenever i'm about to do something and i'm not really sure if it's like the right move or anything i pray on it and then i remember what you said and um my sermon that I did that spring was about Moses and like the burning bush. And he was like, I can't, I can't do this. I have a stutter. I'm, I killed the man. And my whole thing was like, but God's like, sorry, I'm not asking. I'm telling you, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to, you don't have to be qualified. I'm going to make sure you are. So like, I don't know. That's always been something that just kind of stuck with me. So. You, you get to claim that you had an impact on at least one of us. 
<laughs> Over a decade, I got one. <laughs> yeah, it just really stuck with me. And when I, like when I was getting ready to change my major and everything, that was something that I had to remember. I was like, well, if I do this and this is what God wants me to do, he's going to like open the door for me and make sure that I'm supposed to do it. And the doors have been opening left and right for me since. So, yeah, but yeah, he'll, he'll make the path no matter how hard you want to make it. All right. Um, what else do you want the world to know about you and Bayshore? Um, I'm pretty sure I am probably one of maybe very few campers that has been in only one cabin her entire stay at Bayshore. So that's kind of funny. <laughs> that's like a funny tidbit. Um, Fair enough. With the exception, with the exception of the very last time I went from the first time I showed up at Bayshore until the very last time I was in Cabin West. So, like, I, I don't know. I think there are more campers than you realize. Um, mainly men. <laughs> oh, that is true. I, I, I forgot about the bear cave or whatever it's called. Uh, but no, that's a, that's a, that's a fun fact. That, that's a it's good a one. funny little tidbit. Um, All right. One last thing. If you were to be speaking to a prospective uh, parent of a future camper who was maybe nervous about whether or not to send their child to Bayshore, what would you tell them? Do it. <laughs> All right. Like, like I, I conversation more often than not because I work with kids now. Like when and and not just any. And Bayshore is like a great camp to go to. That's my choice. But if you're debating on sending your child to like a Jesus camp in general, and that's just what I call it, a religious <laughs> camp, a Christ-focused camp, do it. Because what they get out of that week or any time at all is so important to their walk. Like you do more growing I felt like I did more growing at Bayshore in one week than sometimes I do in a whole year just because it's so much time spent on everything you do has a center around God. And like, for that, it's so important. Again, I have an 11 year old cousin. She's going into middle school. I looked at Alyssa, her aunt, her mom, and I said, I'll counsel so you feel more comfortable, but Ramsey is going to summer camp this year because um, with everything going on and her getting ready to go into middle school, it's so, because in Flushing, you don't go into middle school until you're in the seventh grade. But with her getting ready to go into middle school, I was like, it is so important that she like has her feet firmly planted and her roots dug in deep with Christ because middle school is hard and there's no better time for like the devil to get in there and talk like play tricks on you than now than then and um I grew up Methodist so my church is getting ready to split which is no fun <laughs> I don't know how much you know about the Methodist, the Methodist split. yeah so because of where my family stands on the issue as opposed to the church I grew up in and Ramsey grew up in we're leaving churches we're church shopping and 
in the meantime, I was like, we need to make sure that because I'm super involved in college groups. Like I'm in crew, I'm in intervarsity. I've got a lot of college Bible study going on, but Ramsey just doesn't have that. I was like, in the meantime, we need to make sure that the 11 year old stays Christian. But yeah, that's just, I don't know, do it. it. The change you'll see in your kid is breathtaking. Like I've told my mom so many times, thank you for forcing me to go. And even if they're not sure that they want to go, the best thing you can do for your kid is just look at them and be like, let's, you should do it. Go. 